Prof, you want to uh, you want to tweet this link out, buddy? I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I might screw it up. <laughs> Why, you rock the rock shirts, bro? Don't give me that shit. Come on now. I'll oh, get out of here. Yo, tweet this for me, bro. I got I got to fire this up in a minute or else I'm going to get yelled at. Figure it out. You just got to copy the link into Twitter, bro. You don't got to figure shit out. All right. We're going to get started. People are hopping on. I got good entry music for you today. You guys are going to like it. This one's for you, Niggy. Well, then I'm wearing it because you're not here, brother. Don't worry. I'm going to tell them you're all on your deathbed and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We're starting. PD hands on. What is up, everybody? Told you we were going to do it. Special Wednesday night from the hill, live, Facebook live. Everybody that knows the inside joke here knows why I'm playing this song. Don't know how to do it from your phone, Jesus Christ. So, no profit today. Profit's on his deathbed, but he's here. He's on the live feed with us. He's going to be fielding most of your comments, uh, although I can see him coming up here now, so I'm set up much better than before. So it's going to be better, better today. Nick, what what's the matter, dude? Are you puking? Like, what's up, dude? You are you uh, you sick? What's up, AC? Are you are you puking, bro? What's going on, dude? I, I see. Yeah, I know you're sick. What? Tell the people what. Like, what's going on? You got a cough? You got a cold? What's up, bro? <laughs> Nick trying to tweet the link. He can't do it from his phone. But hey, listen, I appreciate everybody hopping on. Uh, one thing that I wanted to say from the start is uh, I really appreciate everybody's support. And I apologize about the hats for running out, but I did get another order ran. Uh, I got 20 more coming. So I promise that once I get the hats in, everybody that wants a hat is going to get a hat. Trust me. Um, I know who everybody is, everybody who's owed a hat. So I'm going to bring them down with me to the softball fields, both Plymouth and Narstown. I'll keep them in my trunk. We'll get you all get you guys get your hats. What's the matter, Prof? You got crazy. <laughs> you always got congestion in your brain, dude, especially when you do the show. It's even worse. Uh, so before I get started with a lot of the content, <clears throat> I wanted to kind of go on a rant here because I don't know if anybody of you guys are friends with me on Instagram. You probably saw this earlier. But I got this notification today. If you guys can see this, this is from Sweat Fitness. So this is the gym that I belong to, Sweat, right? And I'm going to read it for you. Uh, it really fired me up. It was great. I was having my coffee this morning, and I've seen this sitting on my counter from, I guess, yesterday. Dear Sweat Fitness member, we deeply regret to inform you that we've chosen not to review our or renew our lease for the 2017 Church Road King of Prussia address. Basically means they're closing the gym. Uh, on May 29th, 2018, that location will close. We're unsure if we're going to reopen a location in King of Prussia. So you're not. So anybody that belongs to Sweat KOP... That shit's going down in about a month. You know, it's funny. I saw the people there yesterday when I was at the gym, and they were, like, doing some sort of equipment audit. 
So it sort of pretty much made me figure that that place was going to be getting shut down. You know, the great thing about that place every time I go is it's mostly empty, but I guess that's a problem for a gym, right? You, <laughs> you need to have people there. So yeah, no more sweat fitness in KOP. Um, kind of sucks. Going to be looking for a new gym. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, how do you determine what games to watch? All right. So first off, you should have two TVs going, Prof, right? You need to have two TVs going at one time. And the NBA games are huge right now, huge. Which game did you bet on? That really is going to determine which NBA game you have on the big TV. Did you take Cleveland uh, Pacers game or did you take Toronto Wash? That's, that's the big deal. Uh, yeah, and you can flip back and forth with baseball. It's baseball, dude. Come on. And it's fucking April. Come on, dude. Uh, so I see other people jumping on. What's up, everybody? So first thing I want to start with is kind of a big deal around here, right? Uh, look, that's like it feels. You guys, what is it with you guys in baseball in April? Can somebody, you guys explain it to me? What do you watch all this baseball in April for? You know it doesn't mean anything right now. Of course, Bob says it too. Here we go. Everybody, there you go, Maddie H. Yeah, you got to have, these are game fives. I'm going to talk about these. Game fives coming on right now. Huge series, huge betting lines. You guys are watching the Phillies? Come on, man. Get out of here. So this week, big deal, free Meek, right? Meek Mill got released, I guess, yesterday. He was down to Sixers game. It was a big to-do. Yeah, I know, prof, yeah, baseball guy. So big to-do. Uh, they made a huge deal about it, right, him being down at the game. And you know what? Actually, I, I really didn't understand the whole Meek Mill issue with how he got locked up. Like, I knew he, was, he violated probation or whatever because I, I heard the news, but I didn't know what happened to him. So I did a little research on Meek. I'll let you guys in. I don't know if everybody knows this if this is what it is, but here's what happened. So I guess he got sentenced last November to two to four years for violating probation, right? So that's a pretty bad stretch. I guess that's where all the free meek outrages come from. But I was wondering why was he on probation? So apparently he was on probation for guns and drug charges from nine years ago when he was 21 in, was in like 2009. So, but you, you get on probation, that doesn't put you in prison, right? So apparently this judge really doesn't like him because he violated his probation six times in the last five years, right? Whatever that means. One of them <laughs> was for a reckless driving charge in New York for popping wheelies on a dirt bike. Is that, is that what happens? Prof, all right. So you used to be a probation officer. Then why don't you tell us, like, why would somebody violate their probation from popping wheelies on a dirt bike? That doesn't make any sense to me. Does anybody get that? I don't understand how that works. Now, I know it's tough for him being a rapper crossing state lines to do tours and stuff because he's on probation. So I sort of get that part, and I don't know if there was any of those violations in there. But I, I, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I didn't really want to get into like a whole imprisonment, you know, race, that whole type of thing. But what I, one thing I did want to say, only because it just seems a little ridiculous with our incarceration system in the country overall, I looked up the statistics, and I, I think this comes as no surprise to anybody, but the U.S. leads the world population in incarceration rate. This is a crazy stat, actually. While the U.S. only accounts for about 4.5% of the world's population, we have 22% of the world's imprisoned. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I know it's a lot of drug charges and stuff like that, but I don't know. Free Meek was a big deal if everybody saw him down at the game, right? He came in pretty big. <laughs> So you can't, <laughs> you can't get arrested. What? Yeah, I got it. I know. If you get arrested on probation, you're screwed. I got it. But reckless driving, popping a dirt bike, like, what are you supposed to do? Are you just supposed to sit around all day and do nothing? I mean, the guy's gonna go on tour. He's a rapper. I'm sure he probably shouldn't have been doing whatever he was doing, but whatever. 
But they had him down. The game was a big celebration, right? There's pictures all over the place. He was down there with everybody. I was sitting next to Kevin Hart, right? It was pretty crazy. All right, let's see what he says. He's pretty sure he had a firearm. Uh, well, yeah, okay. That, that, I get that. Well, I know, and he's on probation for firearms and narcotics. So, yeah, I get you can't have a gun. It probably wasn't registered, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Prof. I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of weird. All right, so enough of, enough of the Meek Mill talk. Um, let's get into the, to the sports talk here. So, actually, two steps back, I'm going to beg and plead everybody like I always do. Listen, guys, we're up on the iTunes podcast application, but that doesn't mean you, know, you just click them. Please hit the subscribe button if you're on there. And please don't forget about the YouTube, right? Get on YouTube, smash that subscribe button. Keep hitting the likes, keep hitting the shares, keep hitting the everything, right? Because we need them. You're supposed to have no police contact. So, all right, so you can't, can you talk? You can't even talk to a police officer, huh? What if he comes up to you on the street? You can't talk to him at all? Free, free me. Yeah, he's out. Well, he, he's still got to fight that though, right? Because he took it to the Supreme Court in PA and they said, like, release him right away on unsecured bail or bond or whatever. But he still has the conviction that he has to fight. Like, that still hasn't gotten overturned. So, I don't know. Let's see what happens. All right, so as we were just talking about, like, what are you supposed to watch? We're going to start in the NBA. We're going to start in the playoffs. I'm going to start in the West, uh, and then we'll move to the East since, since those games are going on right now. So starting in the West, the Pelicans swept the Blazers. Prof and I talked about this last week. Actually, this is, came as a huge surprise. Um, the Blazers went as the three seed, and I know the Pelicans are really good, but I'll tell you, you probably heard this everywhere, but I was really impressed with Drew Holiday. Uh, he really outplayed. D money, Damian Lord, or whatever his nickname is. Uh, he wasn't D money in this series. He actually played really poorly. And as the Blazers go, their backcourt goes, and McCollum and D Lil did not play well. So the Pelicans swept the Blazers. Uh, AD is an absolute monster, right? I, we talked about Nick and I gave you our MVPs rundowns last week. <laughs> if we could revote, I'd probably give it to AD just straight up. He's so good. He's so long. And, you know, I hate to say it, but without Boogie out there, look at how much room it frees up for him. Look how much better he played and how much of a, like a postseason he had with no Boogie out there. I don't, how could you bring Boogie back next year? They won a playoff series. Like you put him on the floor, he clogs everything up. AD's got to run free. Jay, yeah, Jay Rue, first off, I talked about this last week. You know, Drew Holiday was here in Philly, and he was a really good player, underdrafted in the draft, and we got him as a steal. But the problem is, that was like the opening of the process <laughs> and Drew was going out there dropping 25 and Hinky was like, dude, we can't have Drew Holiday out here ruining the process, dude. Like you can't, you can't score like that. You're going to ruin the process. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Easy, Bob. Uh, so yeah, so the Pelicans move on. And then last night, the Warriors, they took the Spurs down. I, I sort of told you that it was great to see the Spurs get one. That's great. They're way too old to handle the Warriors. Frankly, nobody can handle Warriors. You know what I learned last night about the Warriors? First of all, they played a whole series without Steph, which was extremely impressive. You know what I learned last night? Not that I already didn't know this, but Clay Thompson's really good. Like, unbelievably good. He can score at will. So I watched the first half of that game at its entirety, and Clay was just unstoppable. He's getting in the lane, throwing this little floater, coming off screen and rolls, pick and pop. He's so good. That team is unbeatable. I know everybody wants to say the Rockets, and we're going to get to see that series because, I mean, the matchup next round here, which we're going to talk about is the Warriors-Pelicans. 
I know the Pelicans are rolling. They can't stop the Warriors. Uh, nobody can stop the Warriors. <laughs> Let's see that. <laughs> JaVale McGee, Shaq Nafool. You know, he doesn't really see the floor very much, does he, Prof? And Prof's talking about JaVale McGee on the Warriors. He doesn't see the floor too much. Uh, he comes in to use his fouls, bang around a little bit. Um, nobody can guard AD, but the point is you don't have to when you're the Warriors. You just guard the rest. They're just going to shut Drew down. They'll let AD get off. They'll let JaVale McGee get in there. <laughs> oh, Matt, you can't say that right now, though, bro. Matty H checking in about Pop. You can't you can't say that right now. That's that's a little, it's a little much. You know, he's he had tragedy in the family, bro. Uh, but, you know, it was funny. That Italian coach was out there last night, and Chris Weber was doing the commentary, and he's going, oh, yeah, man, this guy, he's a respected guy. Everybody knows basketball, knows about this guy, blah, blah. I'm like, Everybody knows about this guy. I never heard of this guy. I don't care if he was the Italian League coach of the year four times. Who watches the Italian League basketball? Get out of here. Is he, he coach Bellinelli? Marco. So, yeah, that's your first, second-round matchup in the West, Warriors-Pelicans. I maybe think the Pelicans can get one game. I don't know. Oh, come on, geez. No way. You think they could stop the Warriors with Boogie? I just got done talking about how Boogie ruins that team. I've been saying it all year. Do you watch the show, bro? I to check your you don't subscribe, do you? Listen, when you have Boogie out there, all he does is clog everything up. Boogie doesn't fit in this NBA. I'm telling you. He just he's he can't stretch enough. He's not long and athletic enough. It's ridiculous. Yeah, C Web is a joke, but I like C Web. Now, you guys not like C-Web because of when he was in Philly? Is that what it is? I love C-Web. I still have my Michigan C-Web jersey. I should go put it on right now. <laughs> but there's no way. There's no way. With with or without Boogie, there's no way the Pelicans can stop the Warriors. They maybe, they'll probably get a game. They'll get a game, and it'll be fine. Moving on. So there's two games tonight. They'll be 9.30 in the West, and both of these series are one team up 3-1. to one. The first game I want to start with uh, is, yeah, Warriors and five. <laughs> Warriors and five. So, Jazz and Thunder. Uh, oh, jeezy, what's up, buddy? Yeah, man. Glad to have you first-timer. Uh, so, Jazz and Thunder. Jazz are up three to one. Last game was actually a crazy, crazy game. Um, there's a couple things I wanted to talk about, and really the first is just the Thunder's sort of stinking. I mean, playoff P, where you at, dog? He hasn't done much at all. Um, <laughs> Carmelo stinks. Can any, anybody else? Carmelo stinks. He stinks. He's out there trying to score. Oh, all right. We're going back to Boogie. Listen, you're right. You're right. He is a top five center in the league, but what does that get for you? What, what does that get for you for Boogie? Boogie never win anything. When Boogie, when Boogie left the Kings, oh, I'm not talking about Mitt Romney. Get out of here. <laughs> when Boogie left the Kings last year, they won more games. Jeez, that, that's the thing about them it, with him. He, I've talked about this for two years now, and the problem with Boogie is if Boogie came into the league 15 years ago, 20 years ago even, he would have been a top five player, probably won a championship because of the way he can play to the basket, rebound, and score. But he doesn't play great defense. I mean, he does rim protect, but he's not a elite rim protector, not like AD or some of these other guys. And he slows everything down. So you end up having a piece on the floor in an, use the Warriors as an example. You got to get, you have to get the way that the Warriors can be beat. You got to try and outscore him. You're not going to slow him down. 
They're going to stop them. That's why the Rockets have a chance, a small chance, but a chance because they're just shoot more threes and shoot more threes and try and keep up with them. There's nobody going to stop them. And you boogie out there, you're basically playing four on five because the Warriors are just going to go. And who's he going to guard out there? There's no way. Sixers go after Clay. I just, yeah, Noof. I just got done talking about. I love Clay. I I would go after Clay 100. I, I think he's a top two or three two guard in the league. I, watching him last night, we we're just talking about it. He's so good. I would absolutely go after Clay. Um, so yeah, Melo stinks. I know, I know, Prof. Melo definitely stinks. Tonight, last night was his night, and they kept giving him. It's the typical Melo, right? They kept giving him the ball on the elbow. And he does his little jab steps. The defender gets up in him. It was Jay Crowder a lot, and he's a physical guy, good defender, gets up in him, and then Melo rises up and misses that little 16-foot jump shot. First off, the league has passed him by because he shouldn't be shooting that shot in the first place. He doesn't shoot the three well anyway. He just stinks. He doesn't rebound well for his position. He's horrible. I, I, don't, like, I don't know why anybody wants him on his team. He's terrible. Uh, and playoff P just not showing up. He gave himself that nickname. I think he had like one good playoff game last year. He's not showing up either. And then Russ, poor Russ. So I need somebody to explain to me why Russ said he, you know, has this vendetta against Ricky Rubio. Like he's going to shut Ricky down because he scored 28 points or something the game before. Rubio's not looking to score. Uh, who cares about shutting down Ricky Rubio? Why don't you try shutting down Donovan Mitchell or one of these other guys in the jazz? Uh, Joe Engels. Why don't you try shutting him down? By the way, so Joe Angles went at it with playoff P last night, and that was fantastic. Yeah, who does that, Prophet? Who gives himself nicknames? By the way, Cody, are you still on? Dude, what's up with the three-jack nickname? I didn't get that. You didn't tell us last week. If you're still on here, Cody, you got to tell us what that is. I don't know what that is. But get by Philly from the Middle East. You guys need Philly's talk. So, <laughs> so... Joe Engels is going at playoff P bangs like three threes in a stretch of about six times down the floor. And then he goes back at him and he's in his grill. It was fantastic. I love to see it because, you know, he, he's one of these guys who apparently because he, you know, had a good year or supposed superstar in Indiana that no one's going to go at him. And Joe Engels just didn't care. And when Adam and got in his head, Ricky Rubio somehow is in Russ's head and the thunder are a mess. I hope they win tonight. I'm actually thinking about taking the thunder because I feel like Russ is going to will him to another win. I just don't see any way they come back now and win three straight. Okay, uh, geez, why is everyone Clay? Why don't? Why wouldn't you want Clay? What is it that Clay, Clay does everything for you? Clay can shoot. He's a top three or four shooter. He can move off the dribble. He's an improvement on anything that you have there. Oh, what? Do you, all right. Well, let's. Okay. Point guard or King James. All right. That's <laughs> all Thraki brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Can we? All right. So Steven Adams, I talk. he looks like the guy. Yeah. He, <laughs> he looks like Khal Drago. I was watching uh, what, uh, Justice League and that dude plays Aquaman and he looks just like Steven Adams. By the way, Steven Adams can play. I don't, I don't think he, he just gets enough credit for as good of a player as he is. I saw last night at one point he, he backs down. Uh, well, who's the big guy on the French dude on the jazz? Uh, Gobert. He backs Gobert down, and he's obviously Gobert's a, a longer, more athletic guy than Adams, but Adams is a lot bigger, uses size, just kind of banged on him twice and gave him a little left handed baby hook and just watched it go in. Adams can play, man. He gets he's a better player than he gets credit for. Also, Kyle Drago. <laughs> uh, C Web. Yeah, you damn right he does, Noof. There's, there's, see, finally we get a C Web fan. 
Reese, uh, Phillies talk. Reese, uh, yeah, he looks great. He does look great. Um, yeah. So, like I said, I think the Jazz are going to take that one, and then the next series. There's really not much to say about the next series, honestly. Rockets, T Wolves. Uh, we've talked about it last week, and it's the same thing. Rockets are up three one. They're going to close out tonight. T Wolves got one. You know, Carl Anthony Towns isn't having a great series, and I'm not. I don't want to put him in the boogie category because he does a lot more, but. He, when you play these teams like the Rockets that will speed it up, then that's when you run into problems because he's too big to play with those teams. They almost take him out of what he wants to do. You don't need a rim protector when you're shooting 35 threes a game, right? And so, you know, if they're making shots, there's no way. And, and uh, they're going to take that series. So it's looking like it'll be Rockets Jazz on the other side. Jazz, Jazz is an interesting team. I mean, Donovan Mitchell was a great draft pick, and they lost Gordon Hayward. And look, they're about to win a playoff series. And that's pretty crazy. C-Web. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. All right, guys. Easy on C-Web. Come on, man. You know I love C-Web. Let's move to the East. We talked about the Sixers a little bit, but let's break down the series even more. So the Sixers over the Heat in five, um, I kind of knew that was coming. There was no way that the Heat were going to come back. You know what the Heat started to do, if you watch that game three and game four, they really tried to get super physical with the Sixers because what happened was they knew they couldn't out-talent them. And then once they couldn't out-athlete them either, they just really tried to get dirty. Uh, the D-Wade play, I actually tweeted about the D-Wade on Justin Anderson play. That was a really dirty play. I mean, when I looked before that, I had seen Justin Anderson sort of leaning on him and he was using his body because he's a bigger, stronger guy and D-Wade's, you know, long in the tooth. And then he just grabs his arm and just yanks on him. And I was so excited for Justin Anderson to see him turn around and kind of give him that little form and go back at him because don't let D-Wade punk you, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Drogic is a slap boxer. Golden State's, yeah. Of course, Golden State and the Rocks. That's who it's going to be. Who would you rather have, Clay or Paul George? Clay all day and twice on Sunday. I take Clay all day. DJ has the worst hair. You know why, Noof? You know why? He has the worst hair because Dario will tell you too many gels. So many gels. So, but yeah, the Sixers, they're just, they're just way too much for the heat. Um, yeah. Drogic should have not made the all-star team over Ben Simmons, but that's for another conversation. Um, the Sixers are just so long. They're so long. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were. That's a great call, Marcus. They absolutely were. They were just trying to, you know, out thug the Sixers for lack of a better term. And they just weren't biting. You know, it was great when Ben went at, uh, who did he go out on the heat? Oh, James Johnson. He went at him and was like, dude, get out of here. And James Johnson just kept trying to get in his head, like calling him son, like, yeah, come on, son. He just, he wasn't having it. Now, wh what, now, why would you say you want Paul George over Clay? What does Paul George give you for this team that Clay doesn't? Paul George is another oversized guy who can't ball handle. Am I missing something? I'll let you guys think about that. So next series, uh, Celtics are up 3-2 to two on the box. They took game three last night. Yeah, Ben should get the rookie of the year. Actually, before, actually, yeah, before I move on from the Sixers, let's talk about Stephen A. Smith. Can we talk about Stephen A.? I'm Stephen A. This guy, you know, he was criticizing the process nonstop, still does. Said something about when he came to the game, if the Sixers fans started chanting, he'd trust the process, he's going to flip us the bird. Fuck you, Stephen A. Uh, you know what? Get out of here. You made your name for the Inquirer in Philly, 
And now all of a sudden you vacillate about the team. I saw you today on first take. I wasn't watching, by the way. I just, Levitard likes to tune in, like clip in on Stephen A. So I caught it that way. And he was talking about now the Sixers are going to go to the finals and this and that and the other thing. You can't flip-flop every other day, boss. The process is how we got this team. I, like, I'm tired of his garbage, man. Are you kidding, George? He plays good team. <laughs> so, yeah, so, and what Stephen A did, sorry, back to my point, what Stephen A did was he says he voted for Donovan Mitchell. Get out of here, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's a great player. Ben Simmons is a rookie of the year. The only argument that you can make is that Ben, you know, was in the league an extra year, and I get that, but he didn't play, and he's eligible for rookie of the year, which means he's rookie of the year. It's just a given. Westbrook Wings. Get out of here. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but all right, make open threes, jump shots. So you do, you wouldn't rather have Clay shooting a jump shot than Paul George? Are you kidding me? Clay Thompson's probably the best shooter in the league, behind maybe only Steph. You get two best shooters on the same team. If you're going, if that's what he's there for, then you want Clay over Ben, or sorry, over Paul. Yeah, you're right. Wait till Ben gets a jump shot; it'd be unstoppable. Not that he needs it. So Celtics beat the Bucks last night to go up three two. And you know what's funny about this series? It's been home team has held home court. Celtics hop up two zero, even though the Bucks played them tight. And Nick and I actually talked about that. And I said the Bucks, watch out for the Bucks, man, because Giannis is an absolute stud. And then the Bucs take two at home. <laughs> yeah, I know, Bob. And then now it's up. They, they, got, they got Nick last night in Boston, so you'll have game six. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, and I'm looking for that one to go seven. I think the Bucs are going to win game six. All they got to do is steal game seven. I think they can do it. I, I, you know what? Talk about how good of a coach Brad Stevens is, man. That Celtics team is still winning. They lost their two best players, and they're, they might win a playoff series. He's a really good coach. Really good coach. Clay's an outside shooter. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't get rid of any of those guys. Sarge isn't going anywhere. JJ will come back. Yeah. Add Clay. Or LeBron. <laughs> Bucks stink. Get out of here. Get out of here with the Bucks stink. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Last series is going on. All right. There's two games, two more series going on. They're actually playing right now. I'll give you the scores. Hang on a second. I got ESPN up here on, on the laptop. So it looks like Toronto's up four on Washington, and the Pacers are up one on Cleveland. Boy, I'd love to see the Pacers beat the Cavs. You know, I have to eat more crow on this one. We'll start with the Pacers-Cavs because I said, you want the Celtics in the next round? Wow. Um, I said personally that I would like to see – I thought Victor Oladipo was overrated because I thought he was a looter and a riot. You know, it's my favorite term, right? Looter and a riot. Somebody on the team's got to get points. He might not be. He's playing really well. I would love to see the Pacers upset the Cavs. Um, that one's going to come down to the wire today. I think the Raptors will probably win this game too because it's in Toronto. This is another series, the Wizards and Raptors, where both teams have held home court. I think the Wizards are a more talented roster than the Raptors, so I would not be surprised if the Wizards beat the Raptors. Here's a question for everybody. Would you rather have the Wizards or the Raptors win? Because we're not going to see either one of those teams in the next round. We're going to see the Celtics or the Bucks. So for the 76ers, who would you rather see? Do you want to play if you got to the Eastern Conference Finals and, and it would be at a team out of that series? Let's assume the Cavs or Pacers don't make it. Let's just, let's just play a, a hypothetical here. Who would you rather have? <laughs> yeah, okay. 
Uh, yeah, I know. I know you love Old Depot, dude. That's your boy. So, personally, I think I'd actually rather play the Raptors um, because I, I think the Wizards have a lot more talent, and that's a problem. Wizards are a little bit bigger. I know Buha loves Surge, but he doesn't bother me or worry me too much. So, uh, who was the first guy on Old Depot? Yeah, I know, Prof. You love Old Depot. I got you, bro. I know. I know you love him. Yeah, Noof, there you go. Wizards. See, I think I'd rather see the Raptors. You you scared of the Raptors in the playoffs? They're, they never played well in the playoffs. And, yeah, they're 2-2 right now. I mean, the Wizards are an eight seed. I'd rather see the Raptors. We'll, we'll see what happens. This is going to be interesting. It's gonna be very, I'll tell you what. The NBA playoffs have turned out a lot better than I thought. Um, geez, you want the Wizards? Yeah, Prof. Prof, you and I agree on the Raptors. Actually, you know what's really funny? So, Marcus, this is for you. I was yelling out earlier. If you don't subscribe to the channel, please subscribe. Uh, go on YouTube and subscribe. It's all over my page. But one of the shows we talked about where Scotty Dogs called in was we talked about if the Wizards and the Raptors played in the playoffs, right? We, we put that hypothetical out, and this was – three months ago, who would you take? And all three of us took the Wizards. Uh, so, doesn't be crazy. You just want the... <laughs> you, but me can't go to Toronto, dude. He, guy's on probation. <laughs> he, me can't go to Toronto, bro. Come on. He can't have it. If he goes to Toronto, he's going to get arrested again. Now he's going to be stuck in jail in Canada. It's going to be free meek. They're going to have to send up the Super Troopers guys to get him. Scott, yeah, Scotty Dogs is the NBA correspondent, so that that was a good show. You guys got anything else in the NBA? Because I want to uh, I want to talk NFL draft. If you don't have anything else in the NBA, you can get special permission. All right, let me ask you this: They kept the guy in prison for four months, and you think they're going to give him special permission to go to a Sixers Finals game in Toronto? I'll wait. I agree, Marcus. I, I think the Sixers are the best team in the East. I've said it for the last two months. I was the first one saying it, not before any of these pundits were saying it. I said the Sixers are going to win the East. Check my Twitter. I kept tweeting out the whole time. I kept tweeting out Sixers are the best team in the East. I was going after Cowherd. What's a violation? The me thing is a joke. Oh, was that you, Noof, or was that Buha? I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep up. You got stories from Toronto? Yeah, Hanshaw. Yeah, we did go to Toronto. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not a first time, bro. I told you that. Were you not listening? I explained the whole situation, dude. It wasn't the first time. He had five, six probation violations in five years. I got it written down right here. Come on, man. Keep up, dude. I know you're sick. It's all right. It's just like when you're on the show. You can't keep up. <laughs> all right. Let's get away from the NBA. Let's go to the NFL because the draft is tomorrow. By the way, if you guys still want to comment NBA, I'll listen. Fine. Send me the file. All right, I'll send it to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, NFL draft tomorrow. Uh, it's finally here, right? We've heard all the buildup, all the talk, and the draft is finally here. So a lot of things going on today. Actually, this morning, they didn't even have Golik and Wingo on, which, by the way, that show stinks. Uh, I'm sorry. That show's terrible. Um, they didn't have it on because they just had all the draft coverage, and they had Russell Wilson sitting with a bunch of quarterbacks. Uh, how's he the poison ice cream? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? You know what? There's another weird thing that happened today. Noof, this is a real weird thing that happened today. I saw all over Twitter, 
and, and God, don't kill me for the Trump thing. Everybody that's on here, I don't want to lose 100 subscribers because of Trump. I don't even have 100 subscribers. But why are, how are Kanye and Trump best friends? Is that not the weirdest friendship you've ever seen? I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's cool, I guess. It, Trump actually tweeted out it's cool. They're friends. I don't know. And yeah, a lot of guys supported Meek Mill. You're right. Robert Kraft was one of them. That's crazy. That's weird. Really weird. You think the birds trade out the first round? Well, you know what? The birds have the 30-second pick. <laughs> All right. So, oh, by the way, what I wanted to say about the NFL draft uh, before I forget is that I saw on Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel's Instagram, my man shot a 74 yesterday. Hey, Cody, you still on talking golf? 74 for Johnny Manziel. Do you believe it? Or is he, is he not counting all his strokes? No, I know, Marcus. I don't, I don't want to talk Trump. I was just, I was just wondering why. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> he was. <laughs> All right. So NFL draft. I wouldn't be surprised if the birds trade down. Yeah, I mean, it's going to depend on who's there at thirty-two. If we're talking about the birds to start, I like to see us grab the best cornerback or safety available. I mean, we need help in the secondary, but we'll, I mean, when you're picking at thirty-two, you got to see how the draft goes, right? See if anybody slides to you. See what's there. How many Keystone Lights did Johnny have on the golf course? None, dude. I told you he's clean. Why are you always coming after Johnny and his drinking, bro? He's on the comeback season. Hashtag Johnny. If you're out there, send me some gear, bro. I need some comeback season gear because apparently I'm bagging on Nick wearing his his rock gear. You don't have this shirt, dude. I never seen you wear this shirt. Get out of here. So the big talk today is what are the Browns going to do? Right? Are the Browns going to screw it up again? I looked at a lot of the mock drafts. I'm going to tell you, I, I looked at a Kuiper McShay mock draft. I'm going to give you their top 10, and I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen. So, okay. Sorry, I'm looking at the comments. I'm a little bit delay. Sorry. So, Kuiper got the first selection. They alternated picks, and he says the Browns are going to take Josh Allen, quarterback Wyoming. <laughs> I, 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 Why? I, I don't know. I just, if you, I can't, how's it not Darnold? I don't know. Let me keep going, and then we're going to come back to the picks. So they have the Giants taking Saquon at two, obviously running back Penn State, and then the Jets snagging Darnold at three. This is actually a dream scenario for the Jets because they moved up to three to get a quarterback. A lot that came out this week was they may even take the biggest bust in the draft. Who am I talking about? The biggest bust in the draft. That old quarterback from Oklahoma, the Johnny Manziel wannabe, the biggest bust. That guy's going to go in the top 10, and he should, like, literally shouldn't be going in the first round. Baker Mayfield is not an NFL quarterback. He's, he stinks. He absolutely stinks. Did a Browns go? No, I heard that today, though. That would be a typical Browns move, but they won't. So then. If it goes Allen, Barkley, Darnold, then they have the Browns taking Chubb, which would be probably the best pick they could make, right? But moving away from that, one thing, actually, I was talking to Jared today, and we were talking about the betting lines. <laughs> yeah, dude, no way. So they, yeah, of course, Sal Pal, get out of here with Sal Pal. Did you see Sal Pal last night at the Sixers game? God bless. So... The crazy thing here, so Jared and I talked about this today on the betting lines, and he he says he took Saquon under four and a half, I believe it was, is what he told me. Hold on, I'll tell you. 
So the crazy thing here, though, when you look at that and you're looking at that line, is the real problem could be the Giants are the wild card here because they're holding all the cards. And if a lot of teams want to come up and get a quarterback, if the, if the Browns take Josh Allen one, which it looks like they may do, then that's got Darnold still on the board and who, the guy who I think is the best quarterback in the draft, Josh Rosen. And so if a team really wants to come up and jump the Jets, who are obviously taking a quarterback, then that two slots up for sale. So if they, let's say there's a trade and somebody jumps up to the Giants slot and then Saquon's still on the board, all hell could break loose because then he could start to fall. You could really see him start to fall. I don't even think if the Browns, if he's there for the Browns at four, I think they still take Chubb. So then he could really start to drop if the Giants trade out of two. If they stay there, I don't see any way that they take him. All right, I guess to these comments. First off, Darnold, yeah, I know. Well, he should be the first pick. That's why his odds are like that. Darnold should be the first pick. Rosen's stock has been dipping, but I don't care. I don't care. He's the best quarterback in the draft. Mark my words. This is on recorded video. Josh Rosen's the best quarterback in the draft. Darnold, I think, is going to be better than Allen. I, you know what? Josh Allen, these Wyoming guys, like it's, it's so much to say. Is this the Carson Wentz effect that we have now? You want to take these small school guys with big arms? I know he looks great in shorts and throw the ball 9,000 yards, but like Josh Rosen, I'm telling you, he's going to be the best quarterback. But, and so there you go. So the Broncos then wind up with the best quarterback at five. The Broncos would take Josh Rosen, and then 6 through 10, you're starting to get into just then your position players. Colts got Roquan Smith, Bucks make a Fitzpatrick, Bears, Quentin Nelson, 49ers, Denzel Ward, Raiders, Derwin Jones, James. So that's the mock draft as it, sees, as it saw fit. The real question then is if nobody else jumps up for a quarterback, there's Saquon. Yeah, so apparently Saquon's going at two to the Giants. Rosen doesn't want to play football. See, that's the whole thing. You know what that is, Marcus? I'll tell you. And we, I actually talked about this. It's funny. You're making a lot of comments and stuff that we talk about. That's good. Rosen has sort of been sandbagging himself on purpose because he doesn't want to go to these top teams. God bless. Nobody wants to play for the Browns. right? <laughs> so he doesn't want to go to the Browns. And he, he's been sort of sandbagging himself because he doesn't want to get picked up high. I mean, I don't think he wants to play for the Jets either. I wouldn't want to play for the Jets. What quarterbacks played well for the Jets in the last 20 years, right? So he's sort of just been lying in the weeds, taking all the comments. We talked about the Jim Moore thing. His college quarterback or his college coach came out and said, well, you know, I'd probably take Donald if I had the first pick. We think that wasn't on purpose. It's not because he doesn't think Rosen's better than Donald. That's his guy. It's because he's not the Browns taking his guy. Come on. No, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, so here's the thing, Halt, if, if the Giants stay at two, they're going to take Saquon, but the real question is going to be, will someone trade up and jump him to get him, to get a quarterback? If, if the Browns take Josh Allen, somebody's going to have their eyes on Sam Darnold, and maybe Josh Rosen if they're smart, like me. Dude wants to be 14-year backup. Yeah, what may, see, you don't know that. Marcus, did you meet the guy? Did you talk to the guy that he told you? I saw what he said today, and I loved it. It's on Twitter. I retweeted it. If you're on, follow me on Twitter, jrip18 at. So he was talking today about a couple quarterbacks who he was coming out of high school with, and he's always been like the number two guy on the list. This is Josh Rosen I'm talking about, by the way. So what he says to the interviewer is, 
look, I don't care about what you people rank me or what everybody says. I've always been number two. Coming out of high school, there was some kid. He's going to light the world on fire, go to Alabama. Where's he at? He's not playing football anymore, right? Done. Thanks, Holt. So then it's, oh, you know, now he's coming to college. Oh, well, the best quarterback, Sam Darnold. I'm number two. Well, he's like, yeah, Sam Darnold, that's great. Baker Mayfield, that's great. But I guarantee I'm being in the league a long time, be around a long time. <laughs> Herb Street likes Raekwon, huh? Yeah, a lot of people like him. Um, I don't. I love Bradley Chubb. You know the weird thing. The weird thing is if you're picking up here, right, and you're not the Giants, and you're a couple of these other teams. We talked about this too, and that's why I just talked about Saquon falling. What could Saquon do for you if you're one of these awful teams? Like, let's say you're the Broncos. What do you do with Saquon Barkley? Right, he's not going to help you that much. You need a quarterback. If you're the Colts, well, yeah, he'd probably be a good fit with the Colts if Andrew Luck ever comes back. That's the thing, I, you know. But the rest of these teams, Bucks, Bears, uh, Niners, he probably looked good there. I, it'd be t- I would see him falling down to nine, though. That's when another team jumps up to get him if the quarterbacks all come running off. The real question then, if the 10 goes, as I said, is where's Baker Mayfield going to go and where's Lamar Jackson going to go, right? These are the two big questions. Where are these other quarterbacks going to go? Case Keesum, yeah, he stinks, by the way, Nick. I told you that. The Eagles stomped all over him with the Nicky franchise, and then the Vikings shipped him out of town for my boy, you like that because he stinks, dude. Broncos' new quarterback, <laughs> Case Keesum. Thanks, John. Yeah, he's garbage. Stinks. Um, so, yeah, then the question is, where's Lamar Jackson going to go and where does Baker Mayfield go? <laughs> Personally, I don't think Baker Mayfield should go in the first round. But <laughs> what the hell? There's no way, Halt. There is no way. You cannot take Saquon Barkley with the number one pick. The Browns did this before. I hate to bring up Johnny, and I know Johnny went 25, but here's the thing. You can't do that. You cannot take a running back one and then take whatever quarterback you're hoping is going to be there at four. You can't do it. You just can't do it. If they, if they do, they'll be Brownsing up everything. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it, but it'll be a huge mistake. Huge mistake. Lamar Jackson, Patriot, all right, good point. I saw this, Marcus. I actually like it a lot. I think it would be a great project there. You know, they were also looking at Mayfield. I, but I think Bill Belichick's smart enough to stay away from that. What makes you guys think they'll take Saquon at one? Because he's the best player in the draft? He probably is, him or Chubb. But what, what, can he, what does he do for that team? You just going to go through the season with, uh, with T-Mobile and Saquon and whatever you get at four? Whoever's left. All right. So, yeah, I saw the Baker Mayfield thing too, Cilio. Here's the problem with that. This is all false reporting now the day before. If the Browns take Baker Mayfield, I swear to God, everybody in Cleveland should just kill themselves because they're going to lose LeBron and then they're going to have the worst quarterback in the top, in the first round as the number one overall pick. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do screw up every draft. That's very true. He's not, dude, he stinks. Yeah, I'm way off on Mayfield. No way. I'm, I'm, no way, dude. He's garbage. He is, all right, if you want to, here, you want me to give you, yeah, he is the best player in the draft, Marcus. Here's the thing about Mayfield. Read the report that was put out about him, his pros and cons. I read it two days ago, and it totally sold me on everything that he doesn't do. Here's the thing. His biggest weakness is can't handle the blitz, can't handle the pressure, and his mechanics are bad, footwork are bad. So it says on the positive side, he throws the ball decent with bad footwork. But in the NFL, 
Throwing the ball with bad footwork means big problems. You know who has great footwork? I'll let you finish that one, Prof. Yeah, I, I think Barkley is Zeke, but faster and better. But again, the problem is you, you can't have him. You can put a running back on a team that's bad. If you don't have a good O-line, the Browns just lost a Hall of Fame offensive lineman, and they didn't have a good line to begin with. So if you put a running back on a bad line, he does nothing. That doesn't help your team. Yeah, well, what happened to Johnny in the league? It'd be the same thing, especially if the Browns take him. The reason Johnny got screwed is because the Browns took him. Frankly, I kind of want the Browns to take Baker Mayfield because I think he stinks, but, I, you know, they ruined my boy. They're going to ruin him too, even if he had anything. What about talking about Tony Cesar prior to the 4 so you missed some Sixers talk, Halt. You want to talk about bad umpires? You're going to get me in trouble. I'm going to get worse calls now than I do down there. <laughs> no, there's not. So that's the thing. <laughs> so here's the thing about the draft. There isn't a stud tackle. The best offensive lineman, I got him written down here, is the guard out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. I don't know if Coach T's on. And he's supposed to be like a transcendent guard, but there's no like, big time tackle that's going to go in the top 10. And so no one's going to go up looking for a tackle. And then if you need to improve like your line interior, they have them going eight to the bears, which is great. You know, get a good guard. <laughs> He's better than Johnny. What makes you say that? What makes you say that uh, here? You want to compare You want to compare Baker Mayfield to Johnny? Here you go. Right here. We'll compare Baker Mayfield to Johnny Baker Mayfield did what he did in the big 12 where they play no defense and all spread offense. And Johnny Manziel did it in the SEC, and I'm talking the SEC. And look at their numbers. Johnny Manziel dominated a Bama team, dominated all those defenses in the SEC. Get out of here. Get out of here. Johnny Manziel was far and above a better college quarterback than Baker Mayfield ever was. Next question. Baker's up seven at the half. Yeah, boy. That 2%. Yeah, I know. So... Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. Um, a lot's really going to depend, honestly, tomorrow's draft. And th I guess this isn't saying too much, but only because of who the Browns take. By the way, guys, you might as well forget about them taking Saquon at one. It's not going to happen. So it really is going to be what quarterback do they take at one? Are they going to take Josh Allen or are they going to take Sam Darnold? If they take Josh Allen, I could see a scramble up to get up to two because then Darnold and Rosen are still on the board. And I guess technically Mayfield. Yeah, thanks, Marcus. Thank you. He played Kansas. Like, get out of here. Get out of here with this. You know how many Big 12 quarterbacks have done that? Put up outstanding numbers? I mean, that's what happens when they play in these spread systems. But it's not an NFL system. At least Johnny Manziel played in a pro style in the SEC. Come on. Can the Cavs beat the Pens? I don't think so. We'll see. Pens, I think, are the best team. I'm saying that. But, um, yeah, uh, that's about all I got, guys. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. Um, what You guys got anything else for me that you want? Anything else that you want to talk about? If not, I'm going to shut it down. Yeah, that's my point, Nick. That's what I was talking about with Josh Allen and Carson Wentz. They don't play anybody. That's my point. Carson Wentz is a once, 
once in a lifetime. There's only been two players that come from those small schools, him and Steve McNair, and the rest of them come into the league and they fizzle out. And I think Josh Allen's not going to be a good pro. I said that. Reagan trades up. Why would New England trade up? Who do they want? Who do you think New England wants to take? I would be surprised. If, I would be really surprised if they do that. That's not in New England's DNA, and I don't. I can never see them them making that move. That's a big jump to do that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I will be all over Twitter and Facebook. Get out of here with that. Yeah, you can play him. No, dude, it does matter because it doesn't translate to the NFL, bro. That's why. That's why. Because it doesn't translate. That's all I'm saying. That's it, boys and girls. Yes, right, Smitty. Who I got fired. He's out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem. That's the problem, bro. <laughs> you want to do it? That's actually a good idea, see? We'll do a live show for the first five picks. I'll set a T. Well, I don't know if it's set up TV up or behind it, but I'll set it up right here, and we can watch the picks, and we'll talk through them. We can do it. If you guys want it. I'll send out some more feelers tomorrow, but if you guys want it, we'll do it. That's it. Thanks, everybody, for hopping on. I'll throw a recap up of the show on all of our platforms. Seriously, if you are on here right now and you don't subscribe to YouTube and iTunes, you got to do it. Come on. Help us out. All right, Joe. That's it. Swags out. <laughs>